everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. And we're joined by our very special guest and future Downey sibling, Taylor. Yo. <laughs> like you guys just assumed I was taking Emily's name. Well, no, th- you don't have to take her name to be uh-huh. a Downey sibling. Is that, do I still get to come on the show if I keep my own last name? Uh, you hesitated. Oh, you guys have talked about well, this. I got to catch up on these episodes. Here's the, look, it's not about taking our last name. We just don't like yours. You're oh, t- <laughs> my God. I'm going to take your name and I'm going to do terrible things with it. You can't do worse things thing. to my last name than I've already done in high school. Or our relatives I have had, already done. I had an extensive list of potential Downey baby names. That were, uh, they were all puns and they were all incredible. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Like what? Fall Downey was the one I remember. Fall Downey. Fall Downey is the best one because you can, if you, you, you can name your child Autumn. So it sounds like a nice name, but then you nickname them Fall. And so it's Fall Downey. And then there's, uh, there's Up Downey. That's easy. Kick 'em Wallies was a fan favorite. Uh, you could do uh, if you wanted to go a little German with it, Hans, like Hans, Hans Downey. Downey. That's very good. I don't think we ever That's thought about cute. that. That's cute. I like that one for our uh, for our really nerdy crowd. Shaolin Show was a good one. Shaolin Showdowning. What? There's a lot of good ones. Shaolin Showdown. Oh my god! God, that was a good show. Kids WB. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta, I gotta kick that that list back up. I gotta. I thought I you just had that. a bunch of bad baby names, like like you were embarrassed of your past, like like when I was a child, I loved the name Crystal, and I thought Crystal was the prettiest name in the whole world. I don't and I think named it's a lot. not a pretty name. I think it's a fine name. I liked I liked uh, rock names. So yeah. uh, me and Rebecca Sugar <laughs> we were like right names. there, you know, because yeah. I loved Amber too. Is Amber a rock? It or is. Or is it just like a very slow well, liquid? No, it's it's <laughs> resin that's become rock. So it is rock. It is. It's not it's like rock. It's, it's not like it's rock. Okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, no, me and me and Rebecca Sugar are like best buds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rebecca Sugar sounds like like a kid's name for Amber. Like a kid saw Amber and wanted to name it. Yeah. I'm gonna name it. I'm gonna name it. Becky. After me, my name's Rebecca, and it's the sugar, sugar that I invented. <laughs> Yo, speaking of kids, I got something I wanted to tell you guys. I thought you guys would be into it. You're uh, pregnant. Okay. Uh, first Are of you all, pregnant? yes, there will be a fourth. Downy oh my god! Sibling. Sibling. <laughs> oh my god! Wow! <laughs> Just like it's Charles Darwin's family. You had Darwin's sex with family. my dad. <laughs> <laughs> And then when we get married, that kid will be in the awkward position of being his own brother-in-law. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, no. But um, there was a... Did you guys hear about this? There was a chess-playing robot uh, that broke a seven-year-old's finger. Like, I, don't, I didn't think... Like, snapped it to the point where, like, the only audio that I got was ever going, Oh, God! <laughs> It happened with that that robot fastness that we don't like to show in movies because it's not cinematic. It's just horrifying. Okay, but like clinical and surgical. I did not think that chess was a contact sport. You'd think so. What what happened was it's because the kid was um, cheating and the robot has been trained. Was he playing the robot in chess? He was playing the robot in chess at the time. And you know the robots keep hiding it. They're just hiding behind ones and zeros. But behind there, there's malicious intent. 
just snapped it. No, but apparently this kid, like, the way that he plays chess is there's a, he moves really rapidly. Like, you know, whereas a lot of chess players are sit there and think about it and Queen's Gambit and shit. He's just a, you know, Speed like whips chess. through it. And he was moving so fast that the robot, like, wasn't registering his moves right. So it grabbed his finger instead of a piece and it, like, ripped it over. <laughs> oh, like, my God. Thinking that it was a piece. Like, oh, God, seriously. It was... Uh, like it was it was horrifying he'll never um, play chess again yeah. where where of course where would this ever happen Florida? but the city of moscow oh yeah, of Classic. course this is uh let's see the robot broke the child's finger sergey Lorette lazarev president yeah. of moscow chess federation told the russian tass agency of course this is bad very russian response yeah that was the quote that ap news pulled of course this is bad <laughs> like, of course this is bad but you know finger here finger there <laughs> you got 10 of them the robot only has the robot's only got you know little little c's like a lego man yeah you know and of course the first question everybody asked was like okay so i get that the robot needed two prongs to grab the chess pieces why were they sharpened and did it need to be so <laughs> yeah well he's also a hot dog roasting robot so if you're going to build an entire robot with its own ai and everything you can't you can't just have it serve one purpose you need you need it, it's efficiency and if the russians are anything it's efficient Yep, so they weaponized a chess robot. <laughs> Look, yeah. Or oh, they repurposed oh. an assault robot oh. into a chess robot. <laughs> Incredible. Chess. Incredible. Next paragraph. Next paragraph. Uh, oh, my God. Four adults then rushed in, struggling to free the boy before leading Oh, God. It wouldn't court. let go. It, it, it only gets better. It's no. like five paragraphs. So I'm on the fourth paragraph now. Lazarev said the Chess Federation had rented the robot that appeared in many previous events without incident. Last paragraph, he said the boy and the robot were able to play again the next day and finish the tournament. <laughs> Good on that kid for not holding a grudge. I'm glad the robot soldiered on. <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, you know, like, I wish AP News put a little bit more juice in their stories because I really want to know how badly that robot smacked down that little boy like, when they played again the next day. <laughs> Yeah, because now he's got a psychological advantage. <laughs> it's just like the single glowing red eye slowly there's, glowing there's brighter and darker. <laughs> the robot knew it. He calculated it a thousand ways and like I can't beat this kid fair, but there is one thing he will never see. Give me one! He just like snaps the fucking kid's finger off. Oh my god. To free the child. Like the robot was like <laughs> to free the child. Like the robot was like, no, let me put this pawn down. And that's how you know. That's how you know, because if you take your finger off the piece, you admit that you did it. So the robot knew, like, oh, I'm not doing it. I'm not breaking your finger. <laughs> not according to the rules of chess. <laughs> but as it slowly tells the boy, <laughs> your time is cut out of them. Oh, my God. Lady <laughs> down, you're king, young boy. <laughs> <laughs> Small boy to E4. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was a, like, obviously the child was, Do we it's know a horrifying occurrence. What, what piece did the robot think his finger was? Like, what, what does a finger, what like a piece bishop? did this, did, did the boy's finger most resemble? I think bishop. Now, rook. No, now, it's got, No, knight. it's gotta be a pawn. Or C. 
Odds are pawn, I th- I would say. He thought it was pawn, but now it looks like. Oh, now oh, now it looks like a rook. I mean, it's yeah. it's just all No, I think that's what I was saying. I think knight. I think it's going to be like a little <laughs> <It's just> all... <laughs> Got the quote. Sorry, I've got the real quote. What real quote? The, the robot did not like such a rush like how the kid played. He grabbed the boy's index The rush finger. of adrenaline that he gets when he <laughs> murders small children. <laughs> The sweet oil pressured rush of seeing a human life slowly endangered. Uh, he grabbed Very the boy's quickly. index finger and squeezed it hard. Bystanders rushed to help pull the finger out of out uh, pull the pull out the finger of the young player. Sorry, but the fracture could not be avoided. The Basa Telegram channel said in its post. Uh, that's it. That's all. Oh that's, so it was God. an index finger. So I guess a bishop is what it thought it was, or queen maybe. Looks like a horse now, but you know yeah. that's the kid's finger. <laughs> We've already made these jokes, Taylor. You yeah, we reading. made the horse oh, joke so, already. Oh, might be. I'm sorry. I was, I was. I wanted to know more. <laughs> you were enthralled in the knowledge. article. Uh, I I have a message for whoever is making the videos of speed chess tournaments on YouTube because this is something that I've watched recently. Uh, oh yeah. I. I need some sort of either commentary or some like editing cues as to when the fucking game is over. I've been watching these matches, like these like spectacular matches between these chess masters. And there was one that was like 17 year old prodigy stumps, world master, whatever. What's his face. And I just watched grandmaster. uh, I watched them play for like, I don't know, the video was like 10, 11 minutes long, and I watched for so long, and they got down to like three pieces, and then they were just looking, and then they just shook hands and walked away. Like, I don't, I don't know what happened. Tell me! Like, where, I, I there's only so, like, I know chess, I know how all the pieces move, I get, I know how to play, but like, you need to tell me, someone needs to put their king down or something. I need some visual cue as to what exactly happened. I saw another one that was literally like 90 seconds long. It was like, watch Grandmaster, what's-his-face, absolutely slam down this other person. And they just, it was like three or four moves, and then they were just staring at it for a while. And then they just made eye contact, again, shook hands, and the guy that won walked away. We need, like, a Mortal Kombat. This isn't good content. Like, why is this on the internet? (laughs) I know, right? other people that are smarter than you get it. No, 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 no. They're but all they, pretending. These have millions There's of no way this wouldn't videos. be improved. There's no, we have a hundred years of cinema that we could right. draw on to like tell someone the information. And we have like 20 years of Mortal Kombat that could have said something like, <laughs> fatality, robot wins. <laughs> you know, like that would have been really helpful. It would have been very nice. And we could get some good voiceovers for like the start of a match too. You never, I, I mean, yeah, a handshake is nice, but like you need something a little, a little more intense. I want like... East Fight. versus West, like, yeah, like, uh, the football thing, like, hi, I'm Boris Yeltsin, and I come from Moscow University. And, like, yeah, like, those yeah. things before the, the match. Yeah. Get some smoke machines going, get a big, like, inflatable of a Russian chess master's head yeah. with the mouth agape, and you run out of the open mouth with smoke machines going to ACDC playing in the background. The first Grandmaster, the second Grandmaster, like the up and comer, and then they wheel the robot out, and it's just going to be, yeah, like one after the other. Spinning blades great. in each hand. <laughs> now with safety features, it's just oven mitts on these, on these t- 
two giant axes that it uses to gently pick up the pieces. Like, you guys remember the third Harry Potter Improved movie? Improved AI. Both just those axes slowly and oh, delicately oh, picking oh, like up the, the, the McNair the axe. McNair ones, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Chess is an incredible sport. So wait, when the when the one more thing about the chess robot. Please. Oh yeah, I could talk about this all day. <laughs> okay, just one more. Did the robot win that match, or did they call it a draw? Because <laughs> um, like new uh, new strategy unlocked. Yeah, right. You I know think, what I mean. I think the kid tapped out. I think it becomes I mean, like MMA rules at that point. <laughs> I think you have to tap out if they. Which got... means that the robot did in fact win. The robot, well, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I would say maybe that. it's one of those things that counts. Well, as then a I win. can play chess now. That's <laughs> <laughs> you, you sit across the board from each other. You shake hands and then you immediately stand up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like a like a Buster from Arrested Development, like put the one hook on your hand and just have them sharpen. The kid puts his hand down, just like stab it into the board, and just like go ahead, take your hand off the piece. Oh. Okay. Okay. Man, I just want to see Moscow's one a rough place. I want to see one Grandmaster Championship. Where one of the players just leaps across the table and puts the other in a, cho- a chokehold. I mean, I want to do that with everyone, uh, you know, every nerd I meet. So just put me in, coach. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's a couple conventions coming up that you can you can really go go ham until they arrest you. The enforcers viewers, will take you get out. Get more at views a certain on those point. YouTube videos. I'm just saying. It's true. You know, what are we doing? Yeah, what we're are we talking about? recording a podcast. Cool, because I've taken a lot of Sudafed today. So, like, honestly, we're on a timer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. Where I either fall asleep or poop my. Not pants, exactly so moving with the quick speed of a child finger breaking robot. No, Emily, this was your idea, as far as I know. Oh yeah, no, I just didn't know if we were gonna like you know pull back the curtain on on the decision the 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 decision making process. I mean, if like you want to if you want to read verbatim our text conversation on air, that's a good way to fill time. I don't know if it's particularly no, it's cool. entertaining. Look, look, kids, we're all getting older. A couple of years ago, when we started this podcast, we were aiming towards a younger a younger crew, a younger crowd. But now I'm realizing that, like, maybe we relate more to, like, an older crowd. And maybe we've been, like, fishing in the wrong pools. And so I was like, all right, well, what's something that's, if it's not totally relevant to our lives now, but could be, you know, in the near future, what would that look like? And I realize that I'm seeing, you know, some videos that have been suggested to me and also media in general that uh, indicates that step parents don't know how to relate to their stepkids. All of a sudden, you uh, you start dating someone, they got a child. What do you do in that situation? You know, you're not like don't break their finger. Definitely don't, don't break do their that. fingers. It's not gonna unless their their mom real hate really dislikes them. You maybe know? maybe don't start with chess at all. Like maybe I even would... if it's one of their interests, I think maybe avoid that. Like. Give give the robot story some breathing room before yeah. you move into yeah, it's a little chess insensitive with your step to just go off but, play chess. All right, yeah. so you're you know you're on you're on Bumble or what the kids aren't using Bumble, but we're not looking at kids. See, that's Hinge, the thing. Match dot com. We're on Hinge E-Harmony. now. E Harmony. Farmers right. only. Farmers only. Christian Mingle. 
one of those, one of those, you find someone, seems like a really great person, but uh-oh, they have a son. How old is this son? Eight. Eight-year-old son. Eight years old. Is that the age of the child with the finger? That was that was the age of the child. We might go through some <laughs> some different age checkpoints for yeah for the stepson. So you, just like to cover our bases. How do you bases. relate to this boy? How do you relate to your eight-year-old stepson? How do you relate I can't to your eleven-year-old? I can't stepson? do that dance. You know. I mean, I'm the pretty. Fossy. I can't fossy. Do you, for for you Bob two, fossy? are there? Is oh, that what no. the kids What's are into Fla- now? What's it no, called? yeah. I'm pretty sure that all the kids are really into famous Broadway choreographer Bob Fossy. <laughs> Bob Fossy. <laughs> See, I'm so out of touch. I didn't even know the dance that I was supposed to. That was cool several years ago to children. <laughs> that's the that's the fucking Lizzo lyric, isn't it? Like Bob Falassi, Feliciasi, you know, like it's just it's right there in the something something something. Sure. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah. Bob Fosse. Yeah. It's all over yes. pop culture. I think she was I think she was making she was taking Bob Fosse's name and turning into it into the Ussie meme. And she yeah. was she was going Bob Bob Fussy. Yep. Everyone's that's looking a... looking for that Bob Fussy. So, Everyone's really wet and wild for the Bob so Fuzzy. I feel like this is the kind of conversation that you would have with a stepchild. <laughs> this so is really, a really yeah, good to way begin to relate, though. To relate to like, specifically to your eight-year-old stepson. Jokes. <laughs> First, you explain to them exactly what about their mom attracted you to her. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so your mom is up. a very sensual being. Your mom has needs, too. <laughs> whenever she put on those jazz, whenever she put on those capizios... It was it was all <laughs> over for me. You put her in a character shoe, and I just go. Uh, <laughs> Is that too niche <laughs> to the masses? Know what capizios are? Yeah, some people do poppers. Some people just open spirit gum and like take a quick whiff and like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna do it. Kids are using eyelash glue now. It's a bananas thing. You know, whether I'm seeing a shitty black box community theater play that like a friend of a friend of mine is in that I agreed to see because I haven't seen Tick, Tick, Boom in a long time. Otherwise known as the backbone of the theater community. Thank you, Taylor. Sure. Okay. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Or, you know, I go see a real show. I thought that was the fans, John. (laughs) Oh, well, the patrons. Yeah. But like Broadway or shitty black box, it's the exact same shoe. It is just the there's one shoe that every woman wears, and it's the same no, shitty new Broadway, heel. Broadway, you suck it up and you wear shoes that look good. All right. If you're a lead, but like those chorus people, uh uh-uh. uh, those are They're working actors, Emily. They need spray their spray painted. Like. Yeah, like the yeah, like the chipping black paint showing the same nude shit color, like of the character shoe. Yep, it's, it's just all... emerald green because you live in the Emerald City now. <laughs> and this is another conversation that you could have with your stepchild. Who's yeah. really into the BTS of Broadway life. Oh, my God. Yeah. So either this conversation doesn't go well or worse, it goes way too well. And you've mm-hmm. learned too much information about your stepson too quickly. And how your stepson is really into the Bob Fussy. Yeah. Speaking of Fussy, uh, I knew a guy who was my first boss. He owned the laser tag place that I worked at in high school, and he was telling me about his stepson. Such, such a um, sentence. And how- if someone didn't know you, like, we know you so well, and we know your story history with this laser tag place, but someone coming in from nowhere, <laughs> just hearing the first that string of sentences is just <laughs> chef's kiss. 
So this guy, you know, he comes to me. His name is Gene, uh, and he told me he has this stepson my who is like my stepdad Gene. Gene is a and perfect this... stepdad name. We're keeping that for the rest of like the episode. He was born to be a stepdad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Never to father. <laughs> but but he, he told me that he like accidentally walked in on his stepson in the shower, you know, and he was just. <laughs> Going nuts How? on himself. Like, like, who tells abuse. their teenage coworkers? Yeah, I was like this. 16 at the time, and this was the casual conversation he had. So his, you know, his wife was obviously like, "Oh my God, my son's masturbating. What do we do?" And he goes, eh, "It's his. He can wash it as fast as he wants." And then like <laughs> left the room, and that was his response. And I have thought about that forever. It's yours. You can wash it as fast as you want. <laughs> oh man! So have that conversation. I mean- that's maybe a later uh, down the line, maybe like an 11 or 12. I don't know how you would approach that conversation, whether or not like, you never talk about it, but you just describe what a VPN is, how private browsing works, what incognito mode is, mm-hmm. how cookies can be cleared and tracked. You know, like maybe that's the conversation <laughs> you have. It's like, I know how to clear cookies. <laughs> I can clear trade cookies right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I always select allow all. So. <laughs> Allow all. <laughs> Private browsing, allow all, baby. Absolutely. And so if I'm they gonna, were bad, they wouldn't name them cookies. That's true. And I, I'm going to give this computer back to you, <coughs> Kyle. And I just want you to know that there are never hot singles in your area. Your mother and I moved to a place where there would never be hot available singles within two miles of you right now. Why do they have to be singles? Because you know it's porn. So, like, do you care if the porn people are single or not? I, I feel like it's matter. part of the fantasy, you know, like the, the, the possibility of availability. You know what I mean? You know, like, Yeah, unless you're not into that. Unless stepdad, you're not into that. Stepdad yeah. Gene. Hey, stepdad Gene. Uh, hey. Yeah, boy. Is so the this website told me that there's a porn game that'll make that'll that'll get me there in thirty seconds. Is that a good to click on? Or that you can It's make a realistic money. porn game <laughs> that 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 looks that that says that it'll work really, really well. Should I click that? I'm gonna say the greatest game that you could ever play is the one that God gave you with the only joystick you'll ever need. And then you take his computer away <laughs> and you throw it out the window. <laughs> Use your imagination, son. (laughs) Go in the woods and find some porn like a normal boy. (laughs) Okay, but like, show of hands, who has found porn in the woods? Obviously. We all grew up with like woods behind our neighborhood. (laughs) I have found porn in the woods. None of you have ever found porn in the woods. I have found porn in the woods. There's no way. That's like a childhood thing that happened a lot. It happens to everyone. Who's... Cashing. Are you not living in the same su- simulation that we are, John? <laughs> Dude, wait. <laughs> yeah, okay, seriously. John, no, you John, guys are in like a, a game of Fallout. This is this is literally something in Fallout. Like you guys no, John, were just talk to someone, walking talk around to the open like, world and you found click A to pick up this pornography that you found. That's in the how you know we're anyone step five age because we're like, I when I was your age, I used to find porn in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> it was just laying around like acorns, waiting to be held. So, but no, if you talk to anyone five years older than you are right now, John, guarantee, guarantee that they have found woods, woods porn. You listener, if you were born in the year 1990 or earlier, please yeah. DM us or shout us out on Twitter at Downey Siblings, D-O-W-N-E-Y, siblings like brother and sister. 
and let us know if you have found porn in the woods. And for some people, it's not woods porn, but it's like culvert porn. Yeah, or like, often it's like drainage ditch porn. Yeah, like there's this weird milk crate behind my house that just no one ever, never got picked up. It was just there for us always. The milk crate taught me everything I needed to know about how much pubic hair a lady should have. It wasn't new porn. That's the thing. Like everyone's first interaction with pornography was wildly out of date. It no one knew what the latest porn. technique was. It could be no, refurbished no. porn. You kidding me? Deep Throat is wonderful. I, I will just say that my first experience with porn and seeing porn was very bushy. So I can't give you like a, a hair, date. Generally. But like, yeah. I can give you a, like a decade or two a lot of hair generally or? a lot of hair generally a lot of yeah. hairy men with the the like the specific ron jeremy oh there mustache. were no men in the porn that i saw oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah a lot of silk a lot of like misty lighting i know exactly what era we're talking about. oh yeah it was like pastels. everything had like an orangey glow to it oh uh, yeah. yeah yeah and a strong throbbing baseline throughout the entire thing <laughs> i mean it was pictures so oh well, you can hear those pictures. <laughs> yeah. Woods porn, though. Seriously. It's that's a real, real thing. thing. So that's a conversation you should have with your stepson. <laughs> with your stepson. <laughs> now, what age is that? Is that the same? Are we still in 11 and 12 range? Look, I feel like uh, children develop on their own time. They'll tell it's you true. when they need to have that conversation. You'll know when they're ready for that. You'll know. Yeah, like, you've been taking there a lot of showers signs. and you've been doing a lot of laundry. Also, yeah. who's walking in on someone in the shower? That's not a hard know. one to avoid. They were in a different tax bracket, clearly. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Just it was kidding. Like... I have one shower in my house. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Who am I? You know, the Monopoly man? <laughs> I, Do I have a saying... monocle? I don't, I've never heard a shower so quiet I couldn't hear, from, hear it from outside the door. You know... It, that is an excellent point. Yeah, I never questioned that portion Ooh, of the story. Gene. I don't know. Like, I assume nothing bad of Gene. He was too boring of a guy to be evil. It's, it's the, the boring, boring ones, ones that sneak up on you. Yeah, but it's also the, the sneaky ones that sneak up tag managers. <laughs> okay, this, this next story is not about Gene, but maybe something I would have told a stepfather. My first day <laughs> working at Shadowland, the laser tag. So, place. Emily, start thinking from the perspective of Taylor's stepfather and what you would say to him after. Wait, this is I was exercise. thinking of the perspective of Taylor's next wife who has children. <laughs> Emily, this episode is how to relate to your stepson. Get in character. Okay, so- you're oh my, my stepdad. It's just mental gymnastics that I'm struggling with right now. Okay, so like I had my first day at work today. First day at a job, you know, well, not my first job, but like the first job that I would call like a job job. You know what I mean? And I walked in uh, and I didn't know what to do really and busts in this like 55-year-old guy who was the general manager and he's yelling at this other guy because he did something wrong and he's just going you know what name that shan't be repeated like you're fucking me you know what you're doing you're fucking me right here and he turns around and he pulls down his pants it's like old whitey tighties giant man slaps his ass twice that's what you're getting a piece of right there you're fucking me you want to fucking shake my hand now and he pulls up his pants and he busts out the door and that was like in my first 20 minutes of working at this place like that just happened do you know do you have context now oh i'm sure i'm sure he did something like got the the schedule because the whole store ran on a pretty tight schedule so if you fuck up that schedule you fuck up the whole thing 
Uh, yeah, they they just short uh, short staffed. If you fuck up that schedule, you're gonna yeah. see some old white man cake, and that's just how it's gonna be. You just have yeah. to eat like that. that just didn't go down at the movie theater. That's just not how that's not how it happened. I feel like the movie theater is the much more respectable of the two brothers between of laser of jobs. like of teen job and teen <laughs> entertainment. Like yeah. people people make out at laser tag. <laughs> we, were, people... we were in the entertainment industry long ago. We knew that this was the career. We were like Sims in that way. You know, if you want to be in the culinary industry, you start as a pizza delivery man. That's like if you <laughs> want to be an that's actor, how everyone you start in the movie theater theater you know yeah we were called cast members didn't our brother who now is a chef at a restaurant once deliver pizzas we are all just sims we are just sims we are just sims what was your first job john you were a mascot just like a fucking sim would be that's true i was a mascot i was like for one i was a mascot for poplar tree elementary where i went to primary I was a panther, but it wasn't like a full panther. It was not a very high budget uh, panther costume. Like the face was open so you could just see how horribly red and sweaty I was. And you were a sweaty kid. And I was, and I was not the most fit kid either. (laughs) (laughs) Just slowly getting red and overheating in real time during the scholastic book fair as you're like jumping from side to side. I didn't understand the importance of hydration at that point in time. It was miserable in there. God forbid anyone else ever put that same costume on later down the line. And I'm sure they did. They absolutely. That's the nature of them. Drink so little water that the only thing you're perspiring is the Dr. Pepper you drank three days ago, which is the last (laughs) time you took in liquids. (laughs) That wasn't like just the school milk. (laughs) All that goes right in your bones. The sweat is coming out dark and thick like honey. (laughs) I'm going to make this one quick, short, and sweet because I want to get you guys to the music. This is an artist that you're probably going to recognize. They've been on before. They rock really fucking hard. Their name is King Liar. This is Gravestones and TV Screens. These guys are an alt-rock band based in Liverpool slash Manchester. Their debut EP, Undelusion, is out right now. I'm going to link you to their Instagram. Go follow them there. You can get everything you need to know about them there. I'm also going to link their link tree so you can get even more. Make sure you're following them on on your favorite streaming platform. Make sure you're pre-saving their stuff, their releases before they come out. You know the drill. You've been listening to us long enough. You know how to treat our artists right. You know how to do things that's going to help them with the algorithms, etc. Without further ado, please enjoy. Gravestones and TV screens by King Liar. Can you hear the sound of thunder above the clouds? When there's nothing else to do but sing along. The apple of your eye has long since decayed. You're nothing but a rotting core like you. Yeah, like you. 
Got milk posters in schools? I don't think they're so. They're definitely yeah. still right. up. They're they're oh, not okay. They're, no one took those down. Yeah, I would love it. Yeah, if they're like a, like a half generation wrong actors, like it's the cast of Friends. Like <laughs> you want your milk? You know? <laughs> like, 
hi, I'm Courtney Cox, and you should drink this milk. And like, I don't know who you are, ma'am. When we were kids, it was Serena Williams, who's still like, you know, she's had a long career. That's interesting. That's interesting, because I distinctly remember, I think, several posters of Michael Jordan with a milk mustache. Oh, for sure, Michael Jordan. Every human our age and up has seen a picture of Michael Jordan with a milk mustache. Yeah. Matt LeBlanc is also another one, like, super strong in my mind, like Matt LeBlanc. The big three. He had all black Serena hair. Williams, yes. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, Matt LeBlanc. Fact about Matt LeBlanc: He's actually an incredible driver. He was on an episode of Top Gear, what? and he like smoked the other time. Like he's just like sitting by himself on the wrong side of the road, and he does this like track run, right? And they time it, and they have the camera in there, and he's just cool as a cucumber. Like I do this all the time i'm rich like what else do i do and he's like skidding and swerving and like running over corners <laughs> yeah he's an incredible driver total yeah, reckless fine. abandon yeah joey from friends. joey from friends <laughs> like the, you know like the cool shit where you like rip up the emergency brake and you and the wheel goes and you have to turn it the other way really hard yeah but it was incredible it was amazing to watch yeah an oh incredible athlete everyone knows this He'll go down in the history books alongside Serena Williams and Michael Jordan. Matt LeBlanc, driver, also cast member of Friends, was born. <laughs> driver. That's the first thing that's going to be in his obituary. Driver. Dr. Matt LeBlanc, driver. <laughs> Let's see. We've got uh, LeBron James. Yep. We have uh, the uh, uh, the first Hulk. Like Ed Norton, the, the Ed Norton Hulk, looks yeah, to be wasn't the first one, but it's fine. No, no it but was a uh, Banner. Uh, Eric that Banna? is the Hulk. Eric Banna. Name. No, yeah, that's why I always get a, it was sorry. Bruce, it Eric was, Banna playing Bruce Banner. It was Eric Banna. Look, this is him, right? Oh yeah, that's, that's Eric the Banna. Eric Banna one. Uh, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, you're right. There's a there's a lot of LeBron, a lot of LeBron. I mean, if you're paying oh, for... Oh, because he was the 2003-2004 spokesperson. And I go- did Google 2003 because that's, like, right in my, like, zone of, of Got Milk campaign. God, Big Milk has got some deep pockets? The thing is, like, a lot of these <laughs> celebrities are probably others. vegans now. You know what I mean? And there's, oh like, pictures God. of them with milk mustaches and stuff. They all got, like, Gwyneth Paltrow up, Paltrow up, Paltrowized, Paltrowized. Tell me Pal- she didn't do a got Paltrowized. milk thing. Oh, you know it. She. Oh, my God. Think? What do you think's in that goop? Gross. <laughs> it's all milk. Turns it's out just, that goop is a dairy product. Here we go. We've got <laughs> Jennifer Hudson. Here we go. That's a good, good one. Serena. Always. Katie fucking Couric? Is that Katie Couric? Katie Hell Couric? Yeah. The anchor? I don't know. It might not be Katie Couric. Anchor I can see Kelly Ripa, but um, Katie Couric? Uh, that's Tia Leone. Tia Leone, not Katie Couric. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Tia Leone with long hair. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So Incredible. that would be another conversation. Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Kelly so a lot Clarkson. of American Idol crossover here. So you can Leone back when everyone used to. You could tell your step said that that everyone used to watch American Idol. There was a time where we picked up the one phone that was in the house and yeah. we dialed a phone number to, to say that Kelly Clarkson we was to, the best singer. We had to choose our whole family as a unit. They only allowed choose. one vote per landline. That's not true, but like you had to get through. Oh yeah, and that no, was very you could, difficult. You had to get through. That was the trick, but you could keep going. You could call back and just keep voting. 
yeah, just depended yeah, yeah. on how motivated you were. I feel this is, so this is going to be a good idea. Like what you can do as a step parent is something that no parent would do with their stepchild. You know what I mean? Like call into a radio show or something like parents don't think to do this. They're exhausted. They're actually trying to raise the kid. Like you don't really have a horse in this race. You know what I mean? Like kid yeah, comes out great. You're the step you're, but sometimes you're you not have to buy the shoes kid. though. Yeah. Like, yeah. If the kid turns out great, then you get to wear the shirt saying, I'm not the stepdad. I'm the dad who stepped up. And if the kid turns out bad, <laughs> Not my fucking kid. <laughs> Not my problem. That's some other man's handiwork. You know what I mean? So, like, it's a pretty low-stakes game. So, like, yeah, take him to the races. Like, drive by, like, penny slots and let him put some things in, a, you know, like, a gas station slot machine. Take Call him to Call into a radio show like Elliot in the Morning and put that kid on the air. Take him to Hooters. Exactly. Get fried pickles and teach him something about anatomy. Look, their own parents are probably exploiting them worse than you are just because they put them on their Facebook page and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's not. Trust me. Your life is not getting any better with the presence of this kid. But that kid's life can be made better by the presence of you. You can take that kid <laughs> to laser tag. Or maybe the belief that you can make their lives better is what makes step parents so sucky. Yeah. Like, maybe you're just too hands-on. Well, that's the thing. Like, you can't, you can't be a... Maybe that's the real trick. You can't be a parent. That's why you got to do things that no parent would do. Like, no parent is going to encourage a kid to call into a foul-mouthed, like, morning radio host guy. Like, hi, I'm James Penis and the Weasel. And, like, dolphin noise or whatever. But if you got, like, an eight-year-old on there he would never stop talking about it like everyone would hear it on the way to work and you know they're talking about pubes all his or friends something. on their way to yeah. work <laughs> oh we heard you talking about pubes kyle <laughs> you know like that would be incredible oh that's a gift that no parent in their can business give. suits with their, with their faces <laughs> as they're sitting around the water cooler drinking coffee with me with like creamers <laughs> A nice warm creamer swirling it around like number one dad on there. The eight year old saying, So we heard you on the radio, Kyle, and that was that was quite something. It was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Shine my shoes, was that entertaining? <laughs> also, who peed on the floor? <laughs> what? Because they're still eight-year-olds. But why would you be on the floor? Look, when you oh, remember, at eight. You remember being eight? You know? <laughs> I do remember being eight in a movie I saw when I, think I was I pooped eight. outside a couple times, but <laughs> yeah, a movie I also, saw when I was eight. Was I, yeah, did you guys hear Kyle on the radio this morning? <laughs> also, who shit outside? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! When's recess? We don't get that. What do you Is mean we don't get that anymore? What do you? Uh... By law, no. But I, I was saying that. Um, when I was about this age, I saw the movie Big Daddy for the first time, which I'm just now remembering in clear details because I feel like that was the Adam Sandler's character's approach to stepfatherhood. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he was the actual dad. I don't know. I think You're going to have to explain the plot Greg Big Kinnear, Daddy to me real quick. Just There's a kid, the kid who played Anakin Skywalker, I think, um, who Adam Sandler, who is like, you know, perennial bachelor type gross dude, finds out like, hey, this is your son. And his mom, for whatever reason, is not here. I don't know why. Like, well, you can't dump this kid on me. This seems like something that wouldn't happen. And like, well, plot, ignore it. So now we have to like, you know, he has to learn to grow up himself so he can be a father. But he finds out that's how he relates to his son, because he, too, is a kid. And they like make forts and spit on things. And he teaches them to pee outside because they live in New York and there's no public bathrooms. 
and you know like shit like that and like oh yeah that's those are all things that you would not do if you were the actual parent of that child that is a great instructional video for like how to be a step parent piss in between the train cars yeah it's a good way to do it yeah you have to get into the subway too but you can you can just jump the turnstile like nine times out of ten you're not gonna get caught just don't go to a crowded yeah. subway station because you will get caught. The subway there. basically just is a big bathroom. And if you're bold enough to do it in the car, then you get the whole car to yourself. It's true. It's true. And here's the thing. It's New York's fault for not having bathrooms that are readily available. Yeah, there's no it's bathrooms pretty, anywhere. Yeah. Another reason. Another thing I can't stand about New York. Like, it's, oh, God, I got to buy a coffee because I got to take a tank. It is upsetting when you're like, oh, my God, I'm like going to shit my pants. Am I going to make it home in time? Yeah. Yeah. This I've is got relatable. Four stops I think this like is relatable to a stepson. To walk. Yeah. Talk to your stepson about how disappointed you are in New York City as a whole. Yeah. He won't get that. But or he's that like adults eight or nine. are often worried that they're going to poop their pants at times still. <laughs> yeah, that's it doesn't true. go away. That's, that's, that's be, what it is. That's a nice one. Like the kid's <laughs> upset about something. Like, oh, you know, I, like, I even pooped my pants once. Like, oh, no, don't worry about that. That doesn't go away. Poop my pants hundreds of times. Yeah, I, I can't <laughs> count <laughs> on one times. hand the, numbers, the number of times I've shat myself. Yeah. Just kidding. I was I in a fraternity in college. Yeah, of course I shat myself. And he goes, I don't understand what half those words mean, but you will. But you, you will, will shit your pants when you go, understand. Oh. And the shock of that understanding will make you shit your pants. <laughs> did I poop my pants? In, did I poop my pants that time I had to go to the hospital? No. No, you were clean. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No further explanation necessary. I, I did, you know, once when I had the flu, I did. I did barf and, and, and yeah. poop my pants at the same time. Because that's the flu, baby. That's just the, that's that's just the way oh, the cookie, you, that's anything. That's anything. That's the way the cookie if you ever get a bad neurovirus. Did you say neurovirus? Norovirus. Noro. Like a virus of the brain? Norovirus. It's a, <laughs> Is that, yeah, but I'm... John did say neurovirus. No, 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 he did, did say but that. I know what it is, and I know how to spell it. Get off my balls! <laughs> I'm trying to think if when I had a norovirus, I pooped my pants. I didn't. You know what I did do though? I took like an eight-hour plane ride. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you know, I, I, we, Samantha had it. <laughs> this is I'm gonna just reveal some stuff about her now. Uh, she was visiting me in college. And she got this horrible norovirus that she obviously put on. Picked uh, up from your dorm room. <laughs> yeah, because your dorm no, room was. She up. gave it yeah. to us. Oh she, my God. she brought it from, she took a Greyhound up to New York. And that's, oh, that's yeah, our running that's theory. Uh, she gave it to me and basically my entire hallway. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and I, Why, was it like a shared bathroom situation? Uh, yeah. So you, guys, you had a shared bathroom in your dorm? Yeah, I did. Absolutely. Down the hall or like with yeah. a suite? Down no, the hall. My the first, hall. my first, there really? was a yeah. bathroom with a couple of stalls and a couple of showers. And that was the deal. One that shower. Sucks. One shower. One shower. One single shower. Oh, God. I think boys and girls two or boys? toilets and one urinal and one shower for uh, for a half hallway of boys. That's Damn. brutal. Uh, but Samantha had this horrible illness, and it we missed her her plane back, or maybe she was taking the bus back, and we had to get her on a train, which was, for whatever reason, by far the slowest option. <laughs> that was the only way she was going to get home in time. And so she's just horribly ill with this norovirus and had to get on a train to get home to Virginia. Miserable time. Oh, my God. 
And that's something that Sam can tell a stepchild. Yeah. You, know? you guys feel like there's something about timing with like being a, like, if, I'm realizing the only thing I know about step parenthood, having never had step parents or knowing many of them is all from movies. But like, there's going to be a climactic moment when the dad doesn't show up. Cause it's always the dad who doesn't show up. Uh, and the stepdad comes in like, no, I'll cheer for you, boy. And, you know, like, oh, you're my real dad because you're the dad who showed up or whatever. There's a couple good stepmoms out there. There's like a like, obviously, you have like the evil stepmother trope. Yeah. Right. But then you also have like a good stepmom. So like the best one I can think of right now is Allison Janney in Juno. Oh, yeah. Is a dope stepmom. Was she a stepmom? Yeah, yeah, she's Juno's stepmom. So bit. J.K. Sims is Simmons. Juno's dad. Yeah, and their and their child is Liberty Bell. Liberty the little, Bell, the little girl. Uh huh. That or I feel like there's it's like a cat, like a stepchild's like a cat. You can't be interested in it because the cat stepchild, cat child isn't gonna want to come near you. But if you're like watching some John Wayne movie and he's saying something problematic and the kid laughs from the other room. Don't acknowledge it. Just let the kid like watch it from the hallway or whatever. Or like you're watching Boondock Saints or something. I'm like, okay, what was what would be a movie that you would be like tantalized to watch, like enough to get over the fact that this guy is bopping your mom? Like you would be that into watching it just because someone's letting you watch it. Like Jurassic Park three or like yeah, but like Jurassic Park three is kid friendly. You yeah, know what Scarface. I, mean? <laughs> I was gonna say like, like Scarface. Yeah, it's was... got to be a yeah. little dirty. It's got to be something that your your real Rambo? parents wouldn't let you watch. Back to the Future two when you know the boobies are out. Mm-hmm. Is know. there is there a movie? Hang on, can we look? Is there a list online? Movies to watch with your stepson. Step, step, oh, step I guarantee there is step parent movies. Because if there's a if there is a step parent movie that fits this criteria that has a subplot where like the step parent like ingratiates themselves really well and steps up and it ends with this nice reconciliation between the child and the step parent, you you can entice them because. That's a dirty movie that they would not otherwise be able to. Movies for stepdads on Father's Day. 11 films with positive <laughs> portrayals of stepdads. Okay. I shouldn't laugh about this. this is all this, We're all going to be stepdads one day. I'm just saying. <laughs> it happens to everyone. Um, Big Mamas, like Father Like Son. Uh Journey to the Mysterious Island. That's got Dwayne The Rock Johnson in it. He could Golly. be my dad. Um, Love Actually. Really? Okay. Love Actually. The little kid from, the little kid that played a child for a really long time, but he's actually like an old. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's had that, that weird elfin face. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yours, mine, and ours. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Here's my fave Is that on the one this with list. Dennis Quaid? Um, uh, and the guy who played yes, Superman Dennis and Hillary Quaid Duff? Yes, Dennis Quaid is there. Yeah. Okay, favorite one on this list, coming in at number five, 2001. Airbud World Pup. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not going to lie. Never made it that far into the Airbud sagas. Yeah, I I fell off pretty early on, I think. I think the Aristocats. About... That's a really good one. That Thomas good O'Malley. O'Malley. That's number six. Come on. <laughs> How does Aristocats not beat Airbud World Pup? Is it really not? You're you're counting up? I don't know. I don't know whether they're well, good or yeah, bad. Yeah, no, it, it's got to be better. You're getting to the best one. You're we're getting gonna, better. We're end it's on the getting best better one. as yeah. we go, for sure. Okay, Freaky Friday. 
That's a good one. Clean. Great one. That's a clean one. Absolutely. Super clean. I did not know that that was not her dad. I think, yeah, Jamie Lee. Yeah, I think it's that's probably part a of plot that. point that I just missed. Probably I was just not like, why like can't she go point. play a guitar? Any I don't other, understand. Anything that's not Jamie Lee Curtis or Lindsay Lohan just like goes right over my head in that movie. Uh, the Brady Bunch movie. Okay. The parody one. Uh, something called Blended, with it, which is another Adam Sandler, Ju- uh, Drew Barrymore. Huh. Okay. Uh, the big cat in Technicolor. I have no idea. That's what? from 1949, set in 1933. Oh yeah, that's what you Ooh. want to do with your fucking stepson. Oh come my here God. and watch Turner Classic Movies with me. That's something that every 13 year old boy wants to do. Jeez. You want to come watch a talkie with me, Kyle? Oh, you guys are gonna shit. What do you mean you don't know who Cole Porter is? We missed the biggest stepdad of all time. Because number 11 Scar. is the nativity story. <laughs> oh, I was going to make a Joseph joke somewhere in here. Uh, Joseph was the first thing I thought about because that, that t-shirt that you referenced not. earlier, the I'm not a stepdad, I'm the dad that stepped up. Stepped a, up. There's yeah. a good meme with the holy family with oh Joseph God. wearing that t-shirt. That's so fucking Incredibly good. Oh my god amazing the last one was a uh, will ferrell movie daddy's home i was so i'm on the imdb page for daddy's home right now uh and <laughs> all i know about this film is see we that... were will ferrell kids we weren't adam sandler kids yeah so either... there we so go what vein of stepdad do you want do you want an adam sandler or do you want a will ferrell because there's similarities but there's differences that's true the, the only thing that i know about this film is that first off? Apparently, Linda Cardellini is in it, and so I I need to watch good enough this movie for me now. But also, uh, I know that Tony Hawk did the stunts for Will Ferrell. He stood in for Will Ferrell during the 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 skating scenes. I don't know. I don't know why I know that, but that's correct. Up. Up is a great step parent uh, movie. It's a yeah, very it's good really, step parent movie. That old man it's is that boy's stepfather now. Because there's there's even that scene where you know like oh my dad a- didn't come to see my wilderness troop thing, but like Carl comes, and at the end like you know the kid knows that you know like I don't need my deadbeat dad. I've got you who is almost dead. Well, if we're doing father figures, then that like opens it wide up. That's you know what, what a step I mean? parent is, right? They're either the guy porking your mom or the <laughs> like the lady who is just now in your dad's house after his divorce, or they're a parent figure. This is the dichotomy that's very well laid out in Daddy's Home. Will Ferrell is the dad, the straight-laced dad, and Mark Wahlberg comes out of nowhere and he's the the rock hard motorcycle driving leather leather jacket rock wearing hard. <laughs> oh oh he's rock hard <laughs> what i'm excited about is when we because you know gay marriage has been the law of the land for six years now right six seven years now like so we're, we're or something. yeah we we're having children in wedlock in like in gay couples those people are getting just because we're Americans, probably half of them are getting divorced. People are getting back together. Now we have awkward dad on stepdad like tension there because it's like a oh, bumbling dad doesn't know how to do anything, I guess. But now you have stepdad who is also a bumbling dude who doesn't know anything because that's dad's type, I guess. And then you have like, yeah, my mom's kind of laid back and artsy. So, of course, her next girlfriend's going to be like corporate hard line you know like wakes up at six and goes jogging 10 miles and then eats nothing but bran you know like that's gonna be those are gonna be some fun dynamics to start piecing out is there something about like just giving up is there something about 
like just trying to do a bad job so that you're so that the kid just kind of leaves you alone so, the, so <laughs> I mean, that's just like so step, there's that's no just expectations step classic you just don't have to, yeah you, like you really you don't come out of your come out of your parents bedroom and nothing but a towel fucking sweating drinking orange juice out of the carton as you like have a cigarette in your hand what's up kid and you like walk back and you've got the word spider tattooed on your shoulder for whatever fucking the reason word. Like, yeah in times new roman though <laughs> in like 18 point font clear as day spider period like on the shoulder <laughs> yeah my stepdad spider took me to the zoo the other day <laughs> Yeah. Sup, fuck stick. Yo, I gotta do something real quick. And then he takes you to like a nursery and you find out he knows a lot about ferns and, you know, and there's a whole reversal that happens. Like you thought he was gonna take you to a drug dealer's house because he kept talking about how magical plants were and you knew what that's a euphemism for. You didn't know what the name of the plant was, but you knew. And it turns out he's just a gardener. Oh. Named Mon- Spider. Monstera's just a beautiful plant. It's it has nothing to do with any anything nefarious. Yeah, like, oh, this was supposed to say spider plant, but I ran out. <laughs> they ran out of ink, and so they, that's why the period's there. <laughs> Some sort of finality to it. I think that's, we did I think it. That's I, think you, I think you have enough information to work with. Take him well. to hockey practice every now and then, you know. Get, buy Let him, him a drive hot dog. your car. Don't get drunk and beat up their little league coach. It's easy. Mm, it's easy. Unless their little league that. coach is a piece of shit and they hate them. Or their little league coach is their dad. If their little league coach is their dad, that's really the answer. How are you going to truly become this this child's father? You, Gene, how are you going to become Kyle's father? You have to psychoanalytical. You have literally displace. You have to beat his biological father in hand to hand combat and take his power. He's already taken his wife, right? So. The power comes from within, Emily. It's true. And, uh, you know, far be for me to presume that she has no agency. You know what I mean? Yeah, she chose Doug or Who whatever the stepdad's name. Gene. She chose Gene over <laughs> Rand. <laughs> Rand. Oh, Rand. That's another stepdad name. He's Rand. destined yeah, to I be a stepdad also. <laughs> he tried. He tried to be someone's regular dad. And he'll always be kind of. Until Gene beats the shit out of him at Little League practice. <laughs> what do I feel like? Oh, oh I man. had one. Oh, well. Another stepdad name? I mean, I was going to say Michael. Michael. Horace. I feel like Richard would be another good one. Dick. I mean. I, yeah, can I call you Dick? No. No. It's, I think Dick is I, like Richard slash Dick is either a stepdad name or like you are you are Dick the third. And it's it's like a strong family line that's always going to keep going. There's the classic. Uh, my mom's friend, Ron from yep. 30 Rock. So if you have any of these yeah. names, uh, just keep this one on speed dial. Sure. Download this episode on on any of your devices and keep it close at hand because it's going to come in handy at some point yeah. in time. And put it on the iPod that you still have in your car connected to that weird MP3 into the tape deck thing for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. This is, um, mm-hmm. I want to end with a PSA because I thought we were done already and I went on Facebook and found one of my friends, one of the people that I'm friends with on Facebook from high school. This is dangerous. I was never friends with her. Just posted every single school she went to from kindergarten to 12th grade and the reason you should not do that is that's literally someone trying to get information out of you so they can guess your security. Your words. bank passwords. So, yeah. 
Don't do that. That's easy. No easy one else game. has comments of this yeah. is literally the reason they're like repost with every school you ever went to. It's like Yeah. Do not do this. Have you named the first, third, and fifth streets that you lived on in the last five years? <laughs> yeah. What's your cat moon name? And it's like the name of your first grade teacher. And the, the every, street that you grew up on and yeah. the name of your first pet. Every oh last God. name that anyone in your family has ever had. You know, your mother's maiden yeah, name spells like backward is your, your dragon name. <laughs> yeah. Dragon no. Don't name. do that. <laughs> Oh god! Like, y'all I, get, are just, I get skeptical of the ones that are like that. Just do your birthday, even though my birthday is like on my Twitter account. I feel even though that's the case, I still get skeptical of those ones. It's like, oh, this is your your weird nick, like your Game of Thrones name or whatever the fuck, and it's just like the first letter of your first name and then your birth month or whatever. Like, I don't do any. And it's then just you a know bad the idea. last four letters of your social security number. I hate know? to break it to you, Janice. Every time you put another kid's like fucking information into a neonatal chart and you get their sign or whatever, you've just given that company a ton of fodder to sell to other advertisers. So teach your stepson about cybersecurity. Teach Definitely Kyle do, not to do this. But also, like, do I message this person? Who I've no. not spoken to? No, Absolutely not, because then they're going to post every school you went to. That's they're true. Post every school in retaliation. You don't know that. How dare you call they me retaliate. You think this person is going to retaliate by doxing me? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's 2022. That's exactly what people do to retaliate It's online. 2022, and it went through this person's mind that that post was a good idea. This is, this is an unpredictable chaos force that you're working with right now. She will post your personal information faster than that robot snapped that kid's <laughs> finger. Full circle. Full circle. Comedy. Rule of threes. We're out of here. Close the loop. <laughs> I would like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at somepointsound.com. Thank you so much for, to Natalie Spitzel for the use of her cover art. If you'd like to see more from Natalie, she's doing some really cool stuff right now. Go to her website, nataliespitzel.com, or follow her on Instagram at nms underscore creative. All one word. Pretty sure she just made another video game like by herself. She just got it's written up for that opera video game she did, which is like really oh, it's rad. The same one. That's so sick. Yeah, it's the same one. It just but looks maybe she, awesome. It, it looks really cool. I don't know. We'll we'll post about it. We should post about it. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we should. We'll share that because it's really awesome. I mean, I've seen some some like gameplay footage of it and it looks really dope. Uh, we should at least learn the name of it <laughs> so that we can tell people. Uh, yes. Check us out on uh, on Twitch. Check out our link tree. We have uh, a link tree that's going to be in the description of this episode that'll take you to everything that the Outlaws Network does. We are a, an Outlaws Network podcast. Uh, other podcasts on the network include The Bloody Stream and Outlaws and Old Ones. You should absolutely check both of those shows out. Uh, we also have our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network, where we stream every week. Um, right now, we've got two recurring streams um, one is the live recordings of Outlaws and Old Ones, uh, the podcast, um, which is super, super fun. That's a fully improvised TTRPG. The Keeper doesn't uh, doesn't plan anything, so it's completely improvised. And anything that you say in chat can and will be used in the story. Um, so if you want to be heavily involved in in the creation of our, our little world, uh, stop by uh, Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash the outlaws network we're also doing a a two-person um uh pokemon nuzlocke uh jorge from the bloody stream 
um, and I are tag teaming a uh, a run of Pokemon White version two. And it's been super, super fun. We've done three sessions so far. We've got a couple Pokemon badges. It's been really, really tough. We've lost a couple Pokemon. And we're doing kind of a weird variation on, on Nuzlocke. So if you're interested in, in learning different variations and different rule sets, uh, definitely check that out. We've been going live on Tuesday nights or Wednesday nights, depending on, on how our schedules work out. But if you follow us on our Twitch, uh, you'll get notified whenever we go live. So, so check that out if that's of interest to you. Taylor... Thank you so much for, for being on the show, as always. We love having you on. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Absolutely. Uh, the last show on the Outlaws Network is one that I DM for called Aprioria. It is a fully planned out campaign uh, that we are reaching the conclusion of. So if you would like to see, you know, like my greatest fears and loves smack together in a hard, hard 5e campaign homebrew that I put John, Emily, and Brian of the Outlaws Network through. You should check that out on Saturday mornings, perhaps after you had your first beer with your stepdad and you both bleary-eyed walk into the kitchen to the smell of bacon. You could turn on twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network and learn about D&D together. So yep. yeah, check that out. And Natalie Spitzel's video game is based on Mozart's classic opera the magic flute and it is called lyrica with no y l-i-r-i-c-a if you want to check that out it's cool. um i believe it's uh made for your computer so on that's P how much PC. i know about you get it on games. pc <laughs> thank you so much for listening my name is emily downey i'm john downey uh uh infection i will fight you <laughs> Keep that button like a hot. stepdad <laughs> at a baseball game. Oh.